fantastic. We're back. I have much more energy this week. Thank you all for bearing with me. This is Chewing the Fat, and I am Johnny. We are back for our ninth episode, and I have my first return guest host, one of my closest friends, Dom. Dom, welcome back. Hey, to the what's show. up, everyone? Let's have fun today. It's, uh, today's gonna be today's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be something that we can both really, really talk about. So, we're gonna be talking about work. We're gonna be talking about jobs and and income and things that we've done at work and things that we've done for work. And the reason for that is that Dom is not only one of my closest friends, but he's also my business partner. He's introduced me to a couple of investments and he's going to be building a website for me and teaching me all about passive income and all this kind of stuff. He's a huge computer nerd and very much a self-made man. So we're going to have a lot of fun today just talking about what it was like working in the past when we were growing up, our first jobs, our worst jobs, all about our bosses. It's uh, it's, it's going to be a good time. So once again, thank you for coming back, Dom. Yes, sir. Now, we're going to jump right into this because it's going to be lots of juicy content today. So let's talk about our first jobs. I mean, we, everyone out there remembers their first job, whether it was a great experience or a terrible experience. We always remember that first paycheck, the first time we walked to work, first time you showed up ready to punch in, full of life and, and hope and spirits and <laughs> having them crushed. So, Dom, why don't you tell us all about your first job? Uh, I worked in the old port in Montreal. I mean, like as a real job before I did some shitty, you know, like delivering newspaper and whatnot, but a real job with a full paycheck. I was uh, hired to be an assistant cook in a shitty little restaurant down in the old port. I was 14. And uh, the only reason why I did it is because my dad didn't want to pay for my skateboard stuff. So I'm like, I'll fucking do it. And the hours were horrible, like from noon to like sometimes 2, 3 a.m. Like I would work nonstop for nothing. I was paid six fifteen an hour. That's what. That's so. That was minimum wage, minimum restaurant yeah, wage. In ninety four. Yeah. yeah. Six fifteen and no tips because back yeah. then they would, we didn't get tips. So until the year, the year after, where we complained and then the waitresses would give us a twenty bucks or something. We're like, yeah, yeah. We just made it. But yeah, that was pretty much that. I mean, I, and I stayed there for years because it was seasonal. So we would start in like April or something, all the way till November. Then every year we would come back because it's the same staff, same people, so it would be fun. You were, you said you were 14? Yeah, the first 14, time, yeah, I was 14. 14 yeah. Was your, was your yeah, first yeah, I was real, like real second, second, third year of high school. It was pretty fun. Everyone's just nice. It's, it, plus, it's a restaurant, you know, like yeah. restaurants are just fun. Everyone's just having, chilling around. It's a social, it's a, social it's a family. Atmosphere. It's, um, yeah, one of my first jobs was was a restaurant. My first first job was at fucking was at Brian's Food Basics. It was, a, it was a it's a grocery store. There's they're all over Ontario, and I mean the reason it's called it's it's Food Basics. It's called Food Basics. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's whoever uh, owns Brian's, the store. Okay, I, I get what you're Brian, yeah, like yeah, yeah, Rob's Food Basics yeah, yeah. or Dom's Food Basics. <laughs> so yeah, so this one was Brian's oh, yeah. Food Basics, and Brian was the owner, and he was just this no nonsense quiet fucking stubborn you know like the types of guys who have a carabiner with a bunch of keys oh, nice. on like the hoop of yeah. their jeans like they the wear like wear the sheets <laughs> yeah exactly just like but he's not a janitor no 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 like he's just that guy it's yeah. just like oh god you fucking a lot of cargo pants yeah yeah <laughs> shitty fitting jeans and cargo pants just yeah. it's and i think i was i was 16 it was grade 10 I was 16. It was right around when I started smoking pot. I mean, all of our boys, all of our buddies worked there. So, I mean, like, two or three guys got hired there. And they're like, so and so. Like, it was like, I think it was Adam Sheik and Liam O'Sullivan. Like, they, they started working at Food Basics. So then 
all the buddies from let's high all school. Go. Like that's let's all go. Let's all go, go apply. Let's go somewhere else. Exactly. And it was like six eighty five an hour. We could fuck like, shit up here all like, together yeah. or alone. <laughs> it was exactly. We were getting paid to fuck around. We we're yeah. getting paid with our, like to be hanging out with our buddies. Like some guys work yeah. in the produce department. Some At that age, you're not really you good don't give it. No, you're not. Like anyone who's like who's a good. 16 year old restaurant employee, or like any yeah. employee, good food basics shut employee, up. like, yeah, shut the fuck up. You're you a little, suck. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Nothing. You're probably a very boring person. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I worked the grocery departments, but everyone starts out as cart bitch. So then the guys who <laughs> oh, go yeah, around go, the, the grocery, the grocery parking, lot? parking lot <laughs> and having to collect the carts and bring them back to the cart corral or bring it back to the store, and like, you, you like drag. Rows of like thirty carts. Back when they didn't have the machine, yeah. Because now they have that fucking thing that does all the work. This, oh yeah, it's like a zamboni, <laughs> but it just pulls the carts. No, we had to drag them manually, and you could see who could drag the most carts and try not to scratch up fucking cars on the parking nice. lot. But you always did it. Oh, of course. <laughs> the turning radius was awful on a big stack of carts. It was so bad. And then like, Food Basics is one of those grocery stores like um, like Costco, where it's just boxes, it's not bags. Oh yeah, yeah. So, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, so like you, there's the big yeah, yeah. bins of boxes, and you go grab boxes as for yeah. your groceries because it was like almost like a bulk place. It was yeah. in between like a grocery store and a bulk place, but that was my first fucking job. It, Brian wasn't necessarily a bad boss, though. I mean, I'm sure we both had some pretty shitty bosses. Yeah. In terms of em, em, employers, so what about like the worst your boss? Shitty, yeah, your shittiest. Uh, Just, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to say names because that's say names. Uh, uh, so I worked in advertising. Uh, quite a few years back and uh, the company I worked for were Russian mobs and these guys were the absolute worst assholes they didn't like care it. about anyone yeah, what they wanted was like you know like just flipping money and whatever and they treated everyone like garbage uh, they just wanted to like pretty much just launder money so they just like all, they're never there they're always on the fucking phone and when it's time to deal with something just go talk to the secretary and the lady you could tell she's been through hell because she was working with them for 10 years and uh, they had to close down, obviously, because, you know, lawsuits and everything. And, uh, yeah, that was well, pretty much it. Was, well, I mean, it was run by the Russian mob. It, so. was, it, was, it was the worst in terms of, like, this, this guy is, like, the worst boss. But, I mean, I did work as a janitor in a school when I was, like, 16, 17 years old, just cleaning shit from, like, like eight-year-old boys. And then your boss, so like, that's worse. early? Yeah, so, yeah, we talked earlier just a little bit about that. So, basically... My boss would be a drunk asshole who'd be like, hey man, he's supposed to work with me because I'm young and I'm new, I'm, I'm not a janitor. I'm supposed to help you. And he'd be like, I'll come back at 6 a.m. to cl close the school, like to, to lock back behind you, just work all night. I'm like yeah. super confused. It's a full school, there's like, you know, like corridors everywhere. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Like, he's like, well, this is the thing for like waxing the floors, this is the mops, and then enjoy. And I'm super confused. Like, oh, you did a great job, boy. Is it completely wasted? I'm like, that, that's a guy who should not be a boss. That, yeah, what a Let great alone, mentor. he shouldn't even have a job. Yeah. But you know what? He's probably released from prison and, you know, they did it. That's that. <laughs> he yeah. kept the job. He was your mentor. Yeah, great. Exactly. Was, great. How, long, great guy. how long were you there for? Uh, like six months, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but when you're young, like, I would I would jump a lot from jobs to jobs. Like, every, everyone, like you told me, I think a lot. Yo, I have had like a million jobs because yeah. when I was younger, I was obviously not very like adequate as an employee i'm like as soon as i get like two three paychecks i'm like i'm fucking done i'll yeah, try something else exactly because it really sucks well and when you're that young your cost of living is so low uh, yeah, like you true. get two paychecks let's say they're like 300 bucks each which yeah. back then is a lot of money so you've got like 600 bucks yeah. as like someone who's 16 17, you're not paying rent or yeah. if you are you're living in a little shithole so yeah. you're not worried about money so you're like I'm gonna go paint the fucking town red. Worry about getting a new job in two weeks. I don't give a fuck. I was paying rent. I, I moved out of my 
parents' house when I was 14, I think. Yeah. But I was living with three other guys and it was $200 each. So basically, if we made $1,200 a month or something with tips and everything, I basically had $1,000 left. Between, so I could buy a yeah. lot of weed and skateboards. Yeah, ex exactly. <laughs> yeah, your cell phone bill was probably like, if you would have had a no, cell phone. No, yeah, it, was it was a pager. I had a pager. Yeah, a pager. That was cool. That's a five, that's five bucks a month. Yeah, <laughs> I, had, I, remember, I had a pager. I had a pager for a very, very short minute when I was... Selling weed. Yeah, when I was selling weed. When I was oh, nickel, yeah. nickel and diming weed. Yeah, exactly. That felt like a real big Star shot. 63. Yeah, I think it was with Fido. I think it was with Fido I had the pager. Nice. And it was just, yeah, it was like it was like five or six dollars a month. Nice. Fucking Classic. Pager. A little shitty pay-as-you-go cell phone mm -hmm. and, a, and a pager. That was fucking shit. My, um... My worst boss. Let me think of my worst. I've had, I'm like you, I've had so many fucking jobs. My worst boss, not necessarily as a person, just in terms of like, <laughs> he might not being, have been the worst. Being the able to be a boss, was, and he was, a, he was such a sweetheart. His name was Pat. And it was at AW. I worked at an AW in Carlingwood Mall. Well, years, like a, years for a week. Years. <laughs> I think I was there for like three fucking months. It was. <laughs> it was. It was good. Absolutely awful. Like nicest little, like little short, short, portly guy had absolutely zero control over his staff. Just like people showed up <laughs> yeah, and left. Do whatever you want. Whenever, like, I had I had this buddy Ilya. Ilya. Ilya Meyer. He was. He's half Russian and half Lebanese. The guy looked like he was like 30 in high school. Like just <laughs> a big old beard. huge guy, big hairy chest, and a full fucking beard at like 17. He looked like Zangief from Street Fighter. <laughs> yes. So Ilya and I would hang out and fucking smoke cigarettes and go for coffee at like one in the morning, like true Russian fashion, late night fucking coffees. And he was just like, he's like, man, I need a job. Like, get me, uh, think you could get me in at uh, A and W? And I was like, yeah, whatever, fuck, why not? Like, as soon as Ilya smelled poor Patrick's weakness, like this was a <laughs> mall. Keep in mind, this was in a mall, so it's indoors, and it was in the food court. And Ilya would be cleaning this giant man would be cleaning the grill, like scraping it at the end of the night, like ten minutes before close, so people could still come up and order. Because the mall closed at fucking nine. So ten is foreclosed. And he'd be smoking a fucking cigarette. Like inside the mall, inside <laughs> over the grill while he's fucking cleaning it. And like a customer saw him once and Pat was like terrified to reprimand him. I'm like, yeah, yeah, would, so big. <laughs> would you would, would you mind not smoking? It's it's like just what the tell him not to fucking smoke. Exactly. Don't be a weird. It was ridiculous. This, this is a cut it was, it was, oh man, like we used to just make each other food. I remember I took home one day because I had a bachelor apartment, the basement bachelor apartment where all the boys hung out. I took home one day a fucking bag of pickles. <laughs> like industrial size, nice. like restaurant. Pillow size. Pillow, pillow size. size <laughs> pillow yeah, size. The, the restaurant Bag style, of yeah. pickles. And I had pickles for burgers and sandwiches Monster. and sodas for like fucking like six months. I can't months. eat this week. No, exactly. Like I have constant gut rot. I have ulcers <laughs> at, at 17 from eating nothing but pickles. Yeah. Okay. That was fucking good. Oh my God. Okay. So that was, okay. So that's worst boss. Yeah. What would you say was your worst job? I mean, I worked, like, worst job because it was horrible to do. I worked at uh, McGill University 
being that piece of shit who drove that car and gave tickets to people who parked in areas where you were that supposed to. You were that. I was. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, I was not supposed to get that job because the first day I came in late and I was really stoned and everything. But the guy's like, you know what? No one wants to do the job. Oh yeah, because they're right next door. I live like Sherbrooke and McGill College, literally on the corner. I could see my job from my apartment, so I'm like, this is the best fucking thing cross the street grab it but every fucking day you piece of shit get in life get a job yeah, yeah, just yeah. get a job yeah. <laughs> this is what i'm at work <laughs> you asshole uh, and then you know you're just during winter like being stuck in the snow in a stupid fucking rap for montreal is disgusting yeah just going around the full campus like giving tickets to everyone and like back then i didn't really meet a lot of girls so all the girls that would give tickets you a bitch yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i felt like a little child yeah. that's so funny it's like what you were in a rap for yeah okay so at least it wasn't one of those little mini no 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 it was a rap four yeah they gave us a rap four and yeah. i was just driving around giving tickets to everyone and then everyone's always like i'm so sorry i'm like it's too late when i'm it's written yeah. it's on paper this yeah. is happening was it, were, these, were these handwritten tickets yeah, or yeah. Just a machine handwritten tickets. oh you would kill keep yeah, writing the ticket eh? you yeah, fucking scumbag i could i could tear the shit yeah up. of course but you my could. boss would know because they're numbered yeah she's yeah, like yeah, what yeah. happened to 31 yeah. oh she was cute yeah exactly <laughs> now it's like this the machine I'll literally once you start they point it, it oh they point it at your fucking license plate and it's just, it does uh, everything it was like i think it was my worst because honestly i was i felt like an absolute asshole everyone hated me but i'm like it was well paid for back then I think this was in like 99 or 2000. It was early adult. So you're like, what, uh, so you were 20? 19, 20 or something yeah. like that. And it was like 15 bucks an hour, which back then it was that's decent. A lot of money. It's double the, the, the minimum wage. Yeah, for, yeah, that's a lot of money. For, for especially in Montreal, it costs nothing. Rent is like 600 bucks. Yeah. Like, you're, you're living the dream. The problem was eating like, caviar and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do, you, what do you do for a living? I give up tickets, you piece of shit. I better. Yeah. Use uh, a ticket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's funny that you said it would like it would be hard to meet girls. Like, can you imagine being at a bar, like falling out because you're making fifteen an hour? It's like, don't talk to him. That's the guy that writes people sick. Yeah, that's like, exactly. like I'm a good guy. Like, nice. It's my fucking job. Get a band of those. Oh man, that's like that's. I would never want to do that job. So, what was your worst? My worst, my worst job of all of my jobs was probably I worked. Oh fuck yeah, this takes the cake. I worked. I think I lasted six weeks and they fired me um, at a place in Carlywood Mall. Once again, I've worked in like seven stores in this one little tiny mall. I ran, I'll tell you the story at the end of the podcast. I essentially ran the mall's black market. Like it was the most sketchiest, ridiculous thing. So I worked at this place called, I think it was called Northern Exposure. And there was a brand of like three stores. It was Northern Exposure, Northern Elements, and Northern something. They were all different clothing stores under the same umbrella. Northern Exposure was fucking kids clothes. So from the ages of like three to the ages of like 13, like actual shit. Yeah, I don't fucking see that for people who hide in. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like a trail shop. So I go in there and I'm probably 19. And I, it's very clear that I do not belong there. Like, I'm a fucking... Wow, it's, it's, my dog has joined the party and she's being a lot friendlier than fucking normal. Um, <laughs> I was probably 18, 19, so I was like at the peak of like my stonerness. I did not want to be there. Everyone knew I didn't want to be there. I have no idea why they hired me. I have no idea why the fuck I applied there. I think it was just a situation where I was like, I need money, I need, I need to make money, I gotta pay rent. So 
our uniforms were these little fucking blue t-shirts and I was 18 or 19 working there. Everyone else that worked there was like 50 plus. What? Yeah, so like seniors, like seniors, not even seniors, older people, 50s not seniors, older people and fucking seniors and they did not like me, I did not like them. So essentially all I did was wander around and clean. I would clean racks and clean shelves. All I did was fucking clean. The worst fucking part. And Shh, folding clothes. Well, no, the worst fucking part is I almost killed a kid. <laughs> like, legitimately. <laughs> so I remember in, um, I forget which which Final Destination it was, but the giant glass floor. Falls I don't remember. On, I've actually like, been watching them. Oh it's probably God. not one or two. It, no, I'm I think it's watching. like the third. Or where seven. like a giant, yeah, a giant glass floor falls from a crane, like crushes someone, you see everything. But these clothing racks for this store were these giant handmade wooden ones. And on the, in the center of them was clear glass. So if like your kid was hiding in the clothes racks that you used to do, you could see where the fuck they are. Oh, yeah, it was, nice. like, it was like, ah, oh, it's, it's cute. It's like a window. Ha ha ha. So these fucking lids, because it was thick, 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 like glass, like massive glass, were probably like 60, 70 pounds, like legitimately, like fucking heavy, super heavy. And you had to lift them up to get underneath and dust and clean and everything. So this is probably my sixth and final week. Um, well, my job for the day was to clean these giant fucking glass panels. So luckily the store was fucking empty. I lift one of these panels up, but I lift it too far. And I didn't know the glass wasn't secured in the frame. So the whole fucking like 50 pound piece of glass falls out, hits the floor and blows up. Million like, pieces. Blows up into millions of little pieces. Like the loudest crash ever. Everyone who's in the store is like, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> I'm standing there completely, probably half stoned, but like completely like, like I have no look. idea, like what do you want from me? So like the, the manager called me in the back room and he was just like, this isn't the place for you, is it? And I was like, not at all, really I'll, I'll leave, thank you for the opportunity. Give me my 32 yeah, bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly, like I'll take my, my month and a half of pay and get the fuck out of your hair. So that was probably my worst job. It was like, I never had a good day there. It was just such a shitty, most retail jobs, I think. Yeah, are like I was gonna say, most people. I've tried it because I, I worked in a mall a lot too for years, and my friend owned like a, a Freedom Store, you know, like that place with the Adeco Unlimited and all that shit. And he asked me like to come Freedom out. Freedom Mobile? No, Freedom. It's like it was a brand of clothing. They had like food. They had like uh, ethnies. No skate shop slash like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah, asked yeah, me yeah. to help him for a day or two, and then I literally spent two hours there. I'm like, I'm fucking done. So people are the worst. They're mm -hmm. just throwing clothes around. Mm -hmm. And then you have to upsell on a fucking belt. I'm sorry, but if I go buy pants, I don't want to buy a belt. If I want to buy a belt, I buy a belt. Yeah. It's like, you have to buy it. You just sell a belt. It's the same as people who work in retail. They force you to sell that stupid spray for your shoes. You ever bought stupid shoe, shoe spray before? Yeah. I mean, once in your life, you yeah. don't want to be upsold like fucking... You know, or you probably still have that bottle of shoe spray at home because yeah, he used it the for the one first you week. bought in 1999. Use it for the first week on your shoes to protect, and then you're like, ah, <laughs> fuck it. You still have that so same that's, fucking that, that's retail. I hate it. But people, some people are made for it. I get it. But I mean, I wouldn't work at the Gap. You know? No, I, I mean, myself. Oh man, suspenders look great. Like it's, it's funny that you say that about the clothes. Like you'll see that even when you're out shopping as a, as a consumer, like people who just like. People spend hours folding these piles of fucking shirts and jeans, and then all it takes is one person to come by looking for I would instead never of do lifting. That no, you lift. Never. You lift up the pile like you peel yeah. it up, 
And if, if I, I fuck it up, I tried to yeah. refold. And a it's, little bit. It's okay. I'll do it. Yeah, but at least, I mean, you're like, you're like, whatever, six out of the ten of them were pissed off at you, but like, the other four out of ten are like, trying. at least you're trying. At least you're fucking trying. You're the worst folder in the world, but, but you're at least you're trying. trying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least you're fucking trying. Yeah. But folding, I don't know how fucking people do it. Like, some people, like, working at the I don't like folding in my house. Imagine folding all day. Laundry is my least favorite and most hated fucking household chore. fucking worst. I'd rather clean a hundred bath. No, I'd rather clean ten bathrooms than do one load of laundry. Oh, yeah. You gotta fucking, you gotta wash, you gotta sort it, then you gotta wash it, then you gotta dry it, then you gotta fold it, then you gotta put it away. Like, are you, that's five fucking steps. Nonsense. You fucking well. That's why I don't wash my clothes. You shower with them on, exactly. and then, then air and then just stand in front yeah. of the Dyson thing. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. <laughs> this is my outfit for the week. Fuck this. <laughs> fucking. Uh, like, yeah, but I mean, retail retail fucking sucks. Do you ever work uh, you work at a gas station or anything like that? No, I used to go at a My best friend, since I'm a, like a little baby, worked at a SO, like a, a shell in yeah. Montreal. Uh, but it was like in a crackhead fucking area, so we would always ask. He was like a little shy little guy, but he worked there because he needed a job. Yeah. So he would always ask me to come to spend the nights with him because, like, it's so fucking oh, he crazy. Oh, overnights. Yeah, yeah we do the nights, and I'm like, yeah. buddy, you're like 92 pounds. Yeah. What are you doing here? Yeah. And he was in like the really bad, like, gangy area of Montreal. So I would go spend the nights with him, and often there would be so much nasty shit. So we had just that little, you know, the little drawer that opens, and then you just give them the shit to work. Oh, yeah, like the window. Like, they can't actually, they can't actually go door. in. Yeah, like, yeah. man, well, how do you work here? You're paying $8 an hour. Yeah. Like, this is to not potentially working. get robbed and, yeah, or and murdered and whatnot. Someone taking their shit in your alley. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, this no, is one of the ones with the gas station? Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a shower. Sorry, no, no, sorry, I meant the car wash, sorry. No, no, you just know, a, the tiny little wash. one. It was one that, like, the booth is, like, so fucking tiny, there's just, like, basically just Gatorade and chips. It's, yeah, it's cigarettes. <laughs> exactly. And, and, well, they will come to rob you no matter what. The only things that people go to for, at a gas station yeah. at 3 o'clock in the fucking morning. Cigarettes. Gatorade, cigarettes, yeah. fucking, exactly. Hey, you got some crack? Jalapeno crack. chips. I worked at, um, I worked at the SO, the SO, Tiger Express. So it was the Esso that was also a Timmy's that also had a car wash. Oh, the whole fucking the whole bundle. Fucking bundle. And it was uh must have been fun. It was it was a lot of fun. So my the owner of this particular Esso was like a like a fucking degenerate sketch bag. Like he had bikers that would <laughs> like drop it. off like unsealed big big plastic cases of cigarettes, like random cigarettes because nice. they would like rob trucks or whatever the fuck they yeah, do. Yeah. And then they would sell to him, then he would resell as stock and keep the profit. Nice. So he was super, super fucking sketchy. So everyone knew he was sketchy. So everyone at the, at the SO, who was like a younger employee, fucked around there. Yeah. So like your buds come in, you give them like give fucking them smokes, give them whatever. Smokes. Yeah, go get that chocolate. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, get, yeah, go sure. get beef jerky, like whatever. Like my owner's not gonna say fuck. shit. You're not gonna say fucking crap. Exactly. So we give like free car washes nice. and all that kind of shit. It was, <laughs> it was, it was a lot of fucking fun, but like. Gas stations fucking suck. It was, yeah, the overnight shifts are the fucking worst because there's generally there's three shifts at a gas station. There is eleven to seven. Oh, sorry, no, is it seven to three, three to eleven, and eleven yeah, to yeah, seven? Yeah, the nasty That's one. Like nice. Eleven you to seven. Like eleven p.m. to seven a.m. Because you get all the fucking sketches and all the people who are high or fucked up. And then at like four, five, six in the morning, you get all the fucking angry truckers who want their coffee. Go. They want it now. They want to yeah. fucking like, let's fucking go. So the overnight <laughs> shifts, I only did one, I think, because I was still in high school at the time. 
I only did it one overnight, and I was like, I'll fucking never do this again. Like, it was, it was fucking insane. Enough. Especially if you're paying eight bucks an hour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was fucking insane. Was and I was like, no, thank you. Yeah. Fucking gas station. But it's funny, um, after you spend so much time at, um, at bad jobs that when you finally land a good job that you're just like I never want to fucking leave. Oh yeah. Place. Like what was your what was your best job? I worked in video games uh, for for a few years for like you know the comp- uh, Square Enix, the company who makes Final Fantasy, and I worked on yeah. uh, overseeing projects uh, for Hitman, the Absolution, and uh, the first remake of Tomb Raider. And that place okay. was the best. We're like 500 employees. Everyone's a fucking stoner. There's no bosses really. It's just you get in, you clock your hours, you, you work on. We worked on like making sure the levels, like integrity of like the levels were working, whatever. And everyone's a stoner, literally. And you work crazy hours, 70, 80 hours a week. But you only, yeah, because they work. only they want to do the project now. Like the game is, has to be released in December. Go. But like it was the most freedom. Plus, I'm absolutely passionate about computers and video games, so it was like the best. But the salary was not like the top. Excel. But still, but it's something. Yeah, you're making so. 17 bucks an hour, 18. But you loved hour. it. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. So basically, it's the equivalent of being paid 50. Because hey, I've done jobs where I was paid a ton of money, but I fucking hated it, and I would always find a way to leave because I'm like, there's no amount of money that could make. Uh, there's some people who don't give a shit, right? Like there's yeah. people they will work in finance, hate their fucking jobs, get fat, get ugly, get tired and sad. But they're oh, yo, bro, I make 200 grand. That's there's no amount of, of money that can pay you for like yeah. how much you hate your job and yeah. you wake up in the morning the dread like dreadful that, oh yeah the first thing in the work. morning yeah if you, if you wake up in the morning even if you, you have like a great sleep you're just like i gotta fuck, start like, my day I, fuck that like you know when you wake up and you're like i can't wait to, i would love to go to work i'm like fuck yeah it's gonna be a fun day we're doing this today mm-hmm. let's go i worked in advertising the same i worked for like you know big projects like coca-cola and like heineken and shit making like video advertising yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's like fun i'm like i can't wait tomorrow we're doing an advertising for Formula One. It's gonna be a fucking fun week. We're, let's go. But you know, like sometimes there's also uh, options where you need money, you need fucking cash. You're gonna do a shitty job. I worked in kitchens. I worked as a like bus boys and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, you have to do what you have to do. That's why, like, I, I believe, like, we we're gonna talk about finding your passion. Because yeah, that's you know. Well, it's so. That's, I mean, you, you already said it when you're like, I don't give a fuck if I'm only making seventeen dollars an hour and I'm working seventy eight hours a week, eighty hour weeks. Like I love it. You love like, it. Like I love. Exactly. It's so important to love what you do, and to have a really good time at your job because you don't wake up feeling like, oh fuck, I gotta go to work. You're like, all right, I'm going into work today. Like you're, yeah, yeah, yeah you're not, you're not dreading it before you even leave the <laughs> fucking house. Imagine yeah. starting your day like a lot of people do. I know yeah. a lot of people wake up like, oh, here we the go. Worst. Everyone hates Mondays. <laughs> like, oh, I can't I wait for it. Friday. Like, fuck, yeah. man, that's the way you live your life. That's yeah. that sucks. You know, we all do it. I've done it. Oh, You've yeah. done it. I've done you it hate for your work, years. But it's yeah. great. I've, when I've, you... I've had twenty years of shitty job. Yep. That's, yeah, that's probably about the same. Pretty much, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm pushing for 40 and I'm, it took me ages before I could find my real passion where I'm, I'm loving well, it. And exactly. I, I love waking up and working. And essentially, you're your own boss. Yeah, no, yeah. at the point now. For me, the um, most fun I ever had, like the best job I ever had was probably working at Barrymore's in Ottawa. It was, Barrymore's is, is a music hall, but it was like, um, like, it was also a club. Like it was, Thursday nights and Sunday nights. Like I think at that point it was 
only open like Thursdays, Saturdays, and Sundays, and any other time it was open was for concerts because it was actually a music venue. Hall. It was a beautiful fucking venue, and it had this massive escalating level system. There was a big, there was a bar on top where two bartenders work, and then there was a bar on the the main floor where the stage and like the mosh pit was that would hold like four bartenders, and we'd have like. 1500 2000 people in there on like a long weekend sunday or an industry thursday night and like everyone who was working was all buddies everyone would get blackout fucking drunk every night like the best bartenders in the city like the vets the heavy hitters all worked at barrymore's that was the bar like everyone if you were going to make it as a fucking bartender in Ottawa, not just you for be being there. like being the guy or being the girl, but for the money as well. We were making fucking stupid money. We were getting paid to drink and party. Nice. That's fun. And it was two nights a week and we had like the most fucking fun, the craziest, wildest nights, like after parties and fucking concerts and live shows there. And I mean, like I said, it was just, everyone was so jacked up to come to work every fucking night. We had so much fucking fun. And there was never a day where I was just like, oh, I hate fucking. There's lots of bars I've Except worked at. Except when you over. <laughs> well, yeah, but at least but that, you have, you you have, have an afternoon Brooke. or you have a drink to fucking, uh, yeah. to fucking recover. But their Barrymore's was definitely the job among jobs for me back in, uh, back in the day. So we were talking at the beginning about how Dom's going to help me um, build the website for the apparel and he's been giving me pointers on the top uh, podcast and how he's essentially not just a very close friend, but also a business partner. And um, it's because of people like him that I became interested in being your own boss and, and the term passive income, you know, having you know, money being generated when you're not necessarily quote unquote on the clock, setting yourself up for success and, you know, providing a product or a service that can help people that allows you to, you know, either work remotely or make your own hours or create the lifestyle that you want for yourself as opposed to on someone else's time or on someone else's dollars. So Tom, why don't you, uh, you tell us a little bit about what it's like to own and operate your own business because you've got you've got several really yeah i got a bunch of stuff uh going around i mean like i myself do mostly marketing to help people get on top of google like seo it's called so when you search for now, what does seo mean uh, search engine optimization basically yeah. when you search for let's say buy nike shoes toronto the companies who sell those shoes they're on top they're the ones who put like the most amount of time into optimizing their businesses to be on top uh, if you have a little brick and mortar store uh, that you, you know, uh, cobbler or anything, you want to be uh, optimizing your site so you come up before the competition. Therefore, you get more clicks, mm -hmm. more people coming to your website, more people calling you. Same goes for a restaurant. You know, best Japanese food, Toronto, the one who's on top is the one that adds the most optimization done. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much what I do for my main business um, in terms of. Uh, passive income I do pretty much like the thing I'm gonna help you do like I have a little website uh, that I sell uh, you know, little uh, tech gadgets mm -hmm. little funny little gears it could be like a little Pokemon like a coin uh, bank for kids uh, it could be any like anything that consumers might want I'll put it on the website and it's called drop shipping so you don't need to have basically the, the actual product yourself mm -hmm. 
it's all outsourced from other places. So it's just passive. Once the website is done, money will come in. You could just rinse and repeat and yeah. create the same business model yeah. multiple times. Add new items, exactly. new alterations, have sales, exactly. different products. Now, what was it like? When did you realize you're like, I'm done. I'm done working for other people. Like it's it's time for me to create the life that I wanted yeah. on my own hours, on my own terms, and doing what I actually want to do instead of working. Like you said, 20 yeah. years a fucking shit job. I started working pretty much doing what I do now, but for uh, big corporations. I was working for like, you know, Sunnybrook Hospital and like, you know, Bellwood and whatnot. And mm-hmm. I was traveling a fuck ton and I hated it. I hate traveling, I yeah. fucking hate flying. You hate flying, yeah, you hate, I would have to, you hate flying. And I'm flying all the fucking time. Back to Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver. Three that, times that. a week. Yeah, it's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> and I was, you know, like they, they give you really good money, but I realized, you know what, first I hate it. And then there's two hours commute in the morning, two hours at night, because my hospital was at like Eglinton and Laird. Yeah. And I live in Etobicoke, so it's already just a nonsense. Yeah. And uh, I was I was already doing this myself, but more like freelancer, just like helping some people, like give me 500 bucks, I'll do a website, I'll fix you up. Yeah. But then I said, you know what? I think it's my time that I spent enough time just grinding and working and doing this and that. I'm going to take the plunge. And then I just got out and just started it. Uh, I got... Not lucky. I mean, I was at the right time. Like one of my first clients was basically the biggest competition of, of these guys. And I almost got my full yearly salary from one client. So I was already that's, go. That's amazing. And then I started rebuilding. Obviously, like I don't want to say it's always magical because only well, you know, has these ups and downs. Yeah. Everyone will think, oh shit, like you see on like in, on Instagram and everyone, they're all like driving Bentleys and shit. It will get there if that's you, not if a reality though. Not everyone's yeah. gonna fucking succeed. if you grind hard and you just work nonstop and you know that. Please, if you're gonna do that, you do it in something you're passionate about. Well, I like, do you, it. Yeah, I don't. I you know like I'm not gonna do it in like women's fashion. I have no interest whatsoever in selling bras and dresses and whatnot. Yeah, that will literally be so horrible for me. Oh well, yeah, but I'm doing it in, in stuff that I'm really passionate I, about, I so it's much easier point. and also things that you're knowledgeable about mm-hmm. uh, that's that makes it much easier for you to optimize your business and grow if you already know what you're talking about i think that comes that comes part and parcel what i mean by that is that i think it's when you're working and doing something that you're actually enjoying you're also going to be more willing to learn about it absolutely and if you're willing to learn about something it's because you probably have a genuine passion for it so to take it back to the point you said a couple of minutes ago where when you had these massive well-paying contracts for the hospital, but you fucking hated it. Yeah, yeah it was not it. the best. So it's the it. money didn't matter because no. you fucking hated it. Now no, you're it. you're taking the risk and you're yeah. you're taking some wins and taking some losses, running yeah. your own businesses, but you're doing it your way yeah. and you're doing something you actually enjoy. Yeah, as we had like you know we had the podcast a few weeks ago about horror, like yeah. horror movies and everything. Like that's my one of my main passion. I absolutely love it. I I'm, I'm right now I'm building a new one. Mm-hmm. They'll basically sell memorabilia and like you know horror, horror vintage stuff. toys and whatnot. And that I'm extremely passionate about. So I'm starting the you know starting to build a social media presence around it, a website. Once yeah. it's done, it will be fully passive. I won't have to do anything. Everything that will be sold there will be coming from other suppliers. It will be uh, like uh, affiliate marketing, pretty much getting commissions from sales. Yeah. And once it's rolling, it will bring you hundreds, thousands of dollars a month if it, yeah. if it goes smoothly. And then you and can it's do something it you like. Niche. Yeah, and I, it's I love it. Yeah, absolutely love. If you love pets, go and try and sell. You know, like dog leashes and yeah. like, you know pet toys and whatnot. And you know that's that's going to be much easier. Yeah. And there's space for everyone. I it's think not, if we've if we've learned anything from 
places like Instagram and, and Facebook and stuff like that is that people are willing to buy just about anything. Yeah. You just have to be able to market it. And then people are always like, oh, well, you know, there's already so many pet like accounts and so many websites so that sell what? pet toys. Who gives a shit? There's 8 billion people. Exactly. And like most people don't know, like it's it's on you to show them why your products are good, yeah. why your services are good. Yeah. Like offer great customer support, offer like, yeah. you know, good prices. Don't try to be like, you know, greedy and try to sell to make crazy amount of profit yeah. because people are, are searching, they're, they're surfing the internet nonstop trying to find the best deal now. Everyone is just a little bit more. And know, I think it's conscious. The thing that separates these companies and these businesses from doing well and the ones that might be hot or a flash in the pan and then fall off the, the face of the earth is that when people actually enjoy what they're doing and what they're selling, you can see it. You can yeah, see yeah. it in their website, you can see it in their products, you yeah. can see it in the way they present themselves, like you can see it in the way that they live their lives. Like, yeah. You fucking love horror, like you wear, you have horror tattoos, you wear horror t-shirts, yeah. you talk horror all the time. That's all I do. You're building, um, you're building a drop shipping I'm, I'm building one website. for my son. There you go. I so mean, you, if you I could do only, only love it. Only do that, it would be amazing. Literally studying horror movies all the time and finding the right products right now. What is that? What is that trending? What's the new horror movie that's coming next week? Let's go. Let's figure out. Yeah. But clearly, I, I don't want to do just that. But it's like, obviously, passion is passion. I yeah. love it. What I'm passionate about. It's important. Like, you know, it's the same thing for for me with acting. And yeah. I mean, it's just like, I'm not <laughs> nowhere near making a lot of money right now. You know, there's lots of work to be done. There's lots of never losses. Stops. Learning never no, stops. No, learning never stops. I'm a, I have an agent, but I'm essentially, I'm my own boss. I'm making, yeah. making the time to learn and become a better actor and study. And it's because I actually give a shit. Like it's- You love what you do. I love what I do. It wasn't like if I was still working at a grocery store or something, nothing against it, but I don't get, I don't fucking care about it. I'm not going home. I'm not going to look up the different species of bananas to know which ones we have available at the store <laughs> and the shelf life. Yeah, you know all the history, about the, the history of Did this. Did you know that this banana. tomato yeah, yeah. rolls upside down? Yeah, this is This is a San San Marzano tomato. These are the <laughs> best tomatoes in Italy. They are normally used for sales. Like, buddy, I just wanted two fucking tomatoes. <laughs> I don't give a I'm shit. I'm making seven bucks an hour. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm time to learn. Give me the fucking tomatoes. <laughs> but I mean, I think yeah. it's so. Uh, passion is extremely important. That's all you. Like if, if there's like a take on this basic stuff that we've been saying and go ahead, try it and then find your passion and there's space for everyone. Like you just said, there's 8 billion people eight out there and people. then out of that, there's like <clears throat> a, anyone can be a customer as long as you have a product that is truly selling. Yeah. Don't try to sell the slap chop. This was cool 15 years ago. Yeah. No one wants it now. That guy, that guy. Yeah, ShamWow. Didn't he end up, he beat up a hooker and she like <laughs> yeah. bit his nose off or yeah, some yeah. shit? Like, like, yeah, don't Vince be and Schmoly. Vince. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, it's Vince. You got oh, Shamwell today. Fuck. I made fucking millions, man. You know, because people wanted it. But yeah. now, like, you know, you can sell anything. It's, it's just a matter of like making your own little presence on the internet because that's the advantage. You have your fucking, that's, I love it personally. I used to travel a lot more before COVID and I used to be everywhere. I used to be in Miami, be in New York, be in Scottsdale, blah, blah, blah. Because I just opened my laptop wherever the fuck I am. Yeah. There we go. I put in five hours, then I go on a fucking hike. Where I go out for two days and I put in ten hours because I've been slacking the day before. Yeah, you just do whatever the hell you want as long as you, you follow up on your deadlines and whatnot. I think the point. I think the point is that, like you said, it's just like it's all about it's all about your passion, enjoying what you do. And I mean, there's no better feeling in the world. I can say this as an actor. You can say it as a, as a business owner, as a multiple business owner, to getting you no know, no better feeling than getting paid for your passion. Yeah. 
like to do not what having you, a... to do what you would essentially do for free because you love it so much, but you're getting fucking paid for yeah, it without and having a horrible boss. Yeah, even <laughs> if it, yeah, without having a fucking horrible <laughs> boss. Um, and I mean, going back to what you just said about you know, there's eight potentially eight billion customers, and no matter what you're selling, someone will buy it. Blah blah blah. Even if the product is yourself. Yeah. I mean, no matter what your passion is, and no matter what you're trying to quote unquote sell, even if it's yourself, make sure that you're putting the time and the work into it. Just because it's it, there's nothing more rewarding than being paid for your passion. And if your passion is yourself, whether it's self help or influencing or, or branding yeah. or products, as long as you believe in your or, products and service, exactly, exactly. So as long as you believe in your products and your service, even if that product and service is you. Oh, like believe in yourself, have passion for what you're fucking doing, and you'll love what you do. Yeah, because you show it firsthand, right? Like, I mean, if I would go meet people and try to sell my products, and I'm not, I'm not even close to be passionate about it, and I'm not, I don't even believe in what I'm offering. Mm-hmm. It shows right away. The guy won't be like, yeah, and I'm, I'm interested. He will be like, you know, this guy just sounds like an asshole who's trying to sell me something he doesn't yeah, even clearly, want. Exactly. But exactly. no, if I go like into meetings, like, yeah, I, I'm called. Closing Dom because I go in meetings usually and I close because yeah. people are like you know he knows and he believes in it and he has proof that he works. For example, you know like whatever your your passion, whatever your service, whatever your product, be passionate about it and also learn always learn more about it because mm-hmm. you don't don't think that you know everything that there is to know about anything. Yeah, there's always more and there's always yeah. someone else that knows more than you. And that's there's that saying. Doing it. Yeah. Uh, there's that saying: if you're the smartest guy in the room, you're in the wrong room. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Always you always be want to be, yeah. like, always be learning. I agree with that completely. Always be closing. Always yeah. coffees for closer. Coffees for <laughs> coffees for closers. Um, so before we before we head into story time, um, let's. I just want to take this as an opportunity because this is our first. I guess real business together that yeah. we're going to be launching, and it's going to yes, be sir. the uh, Angry Goat website. Dom came up with the name, and it's it's very suiting for me. Uh, so essentially, it's going to be uh, merch from and uh, about the podcast, and we're going to do a website where we're going to be able to have some of the catchphrases and some of the hashtags that you hear on the podcast, and some of the really hilariously quasi offensive shirts like like the one i'm currently wearing there your lips look ridiculous and no chase no chase no salt and all yeah. that kind of we'll have some don't fucking chase your don julio. yeah don't chase your fucking don julio so we'll have a lot of cool stuff we're gonna start with shirts and then dom had a great idea we'll move into stuff like shot glasses and various other products so it's uh it's gonna drop in a few days and uh you guys will have an opportunity to buy some of the merchandise and it's uh it's gonna be a lot of fun because there's a lot of really cool shit. Even like a lot of shit that you don't want to say yourself, you can still wear the shit that I'm saying. Even if yeah. you're too afraid to say it your fucking self. Yes, sir. Um, this was a this was another this is such an easy episode. Yeah, I mean, you're just talking about what sick. you know, what you like, also is super easy. Um, so let's let's dip into fucking story time. So I want to hear. Tell me something fucking outrageous or wild from what from the, your job history i know mine mine is definitely about the mall black market so i'm gonna fucking go okay, second. Gonna... you fucking start i want to hear right, a good story. something fucking wild okay i, I, I don't story. know bars hold like i mean like uh, the guys the, the russian mobs for example like yeah. uh, they didn't want to overpay their employees but they gave really good bonuses and uh, this is not going to be PG, pg nor pc yeah uh, like one year, I'm like, look, man, this is Christmas. I'd like to get a raise, blah, blah, blah. And the guy clearly didn't want to do that. So it's like, 
he just told me something. He's like, you're going to come in my, my office and there's going to be a little package for you. And then there was a there was a box with uh, an ounce of cocaine. Which I'm like, okay, <laughs> whatever. An ounce. An ounce of cocaine. What the uh, fuck, a, man. A, a, a card key for the W Hotel <laughs> and uh, a credit card for the business. And he's like, you could book up to ten thousand dollars on the credit card. The penthouse has been paid for a week. Have fun. <laughs> and uh, got fucking wild. It was absolutely batshit insane and every day we would like it was the fancy fucking penthouse so they didn't have those little like bottles right it's not an ounce it was like big bottles of, of like gray goose and yeah. everything so every day they would be empty because i would bring literally everyone i know let's go and then you got a mega bill from the from the obviously the w after he's like well you know the Build like I don't know seven thousand dollars of booze that they, they said, drank. Yeah, you said ten though. You but no, that was ten for the credit card. But the credit card was the rest of the stuff. You know, we party, uh... we party. Like you know, during the day we rented cars. We did all everything. But that was like it was pretty much the fun story. I hated the job. Like, the job was fun. The boss was. They were like mobs. They were pieces of shit. But this was like the craziest bonus I've so ever you, had. You spent a week, week in the w. A week in a week, and I, I went back home just once because I felt like garbage and i needed to change and everything but we pretty much just wore robes and being naked all day and just like we were like fucking like uh fear loading in vegas kind, yeah. of, kind of vibe yeah you know, you know i don't have any pictures so just to make sure thank these buddy, are not, yeah thank you know. god <laughs> there's i think there's a lot of those scenarios and situations especially because we're we're close to the same age we're the same from the same generation where looking back to a lot of the shit we did when we were like 17 18 19 20 <laughs> early 20s Thank fucking God. Oh, this was third word. Oh, this was not that this long was like, ago. This was like 10 years ago. That was not that long ago at all. Uh, like, I think I was 30 or something. Uh, it was because I, I needed to be quite qualified, right? It's a big, it's yeah. an actual advertising agency. And, uh, like on the daytime, there was pretty big clients. Like I said, like it was big fuck Coca-Cola and shit, but. Coca-Cola like, by day, Coke by night. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. Sorry, son, if you hear this. Eventually one day. Eventually one day. That's fucking why you were yeah. lived in a, the a week, an entire week. Head out seven nights. Yeah, but then it was literally one minute away from work. Is it a big suite? Yes, yeah, like a like two bedrooms, but a massive living room, but like a big corridor separating the two rooms. And that back then I was with my roommate slash business partner. We had started a, a little kind of graphic design agency in yeah. back in Montreal, and yeah. it was a Polish guy and he was a heavy fucking drinker. There's always so trash, but one of those violent drinkers, like, hey, will buy with me? So oh, like, yeah, put him in a fucking hotel room. Awesome. Oh, it was the idea. worst. It was the worst. Great idea. Worst. I'm sure that hotel room was destroyed that up. experience for, for a lot of days. But anyway, it was a, it was a fun experience. What was, uh, was your, you had any fun story oh, about that? Body. So oh, like, body. <laughs> this, this is like, I would love to one day write a movie about this. And like, essentially, it would be like a version of Mall Rats, but way more fucked up. So I worked at Carlingwood Mall. And I worked, I think it, I think it was by the end of it, seven different places, seven different stores inside this one mall. And okay, so I started, it was St. Cinnamon, Pretzel Maker, Control Wear, Bentley, Bentley's like the, the luggage, yeah, luggage yeah. NW, Northern Exposure. You did it all. And there was like the mall whore. Thing, it was literally the fucking mall whore. And I think there was one other one. And when I started at St. Cinnamon, like I was dating a girl who worked at, we met at the mall. Nice, I was like, nice cinnamon buns. Yeah, yeah, like she was not, she didn't work at St. Cinnamon. Nice, yeah, she had fantastic breasts. Uh, but she worked at the sports store. 
And, um, like, I made buddies, obviously, like, because with her co-workers and shit, and we worked in the mall, we all kind of hung out, so we made buddies together, and, like, one day a guy came by, he's like, yo, man, like, I'm fucking trade you like one of our like one of our hats for like for a couple of cinnamon buns i was like it's like all right cool figure this out so i got like a sweet like baseball cap. Like oh yeah, yeah jay's hat nice, nice yeah, yeah. baseball cap fitted for a couple cinnamon buns <laughs> that's a good fucking deal and i was like that's a great fucking deal and then so like that's how it started and then i would go around to like the various stores so, like i buns. would go <laughs> essentially i would go I go to like Colonel's and be like, I'll trade you two cinnamon nice. buns for uh, two big bags of popcorn. And I would take the two big bags of popcorn and I would go to fucking AW and I'd be like, yo, like I'll trade you Magic one of these beans. bags of popcorn for fucking like three chubby chicken burgers. Like they're sick. So and I'd go good. to like EB Games. And then I would trade the three chicken burgers for a fucking video game. Yeah. The guy behind the counter. And then I fucking boom. And then I would either keep the game or I'd sell it for cash. So, good. so it was just this crazy, like, black market system. Like, if you needed it, I could get it. Like, my buddy worked at, like, the shoe store. So, like, he'd get me, like, dress shoes. So I would hook guys up with dress shoes for favors. It was just all this crazy, crazy back and forth. Nice. And like this was like that shitty mall, like the Mall Walker Mall. It was one floor, nice. and like the seniors would do the, the oh yeah, walk yeah, the morning with the weights and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just like it yeah. was the worst Classic. fucking mall. But oh well, it was wild. We like when I worked at Pretzel Maker, like we would just take turns going out for joint breaks. Like they'd have three guys working this little tiny booth. Like you gotta know no work. You need get, one person. You need one person to fucking so do funny. everything. We had three kids. Kids, we're like 17 working in this thing. So yeah. they just go and get high. Like two guys would fuck off and go to the mall or go home and smoke yeah. a joint, then come back three hours later. Sure, doesn't no like close the fucking shop and no one gave a uh. shit. But fuck Carlingwood Carlingwood Mall. Anyone from Ottawa knows what Carlingwood Mall is. And all the all the crazy shit that went on when I was running the black market there. The black market. But uh yeah, it was fucking it was fucking nuts, but um, I think that's it for today, everyone. This was uh, this was another really easy episode. Yeah, it's fun. Just literally shooting easy listening shit. for you guys yeah, too. Yeah, shooting the shit with my boy. No super anger this week and no exhaustion because I'm not no. fucking hungover. <laughs> but um, yeah, I want to thank you again, Dom, for coming by. Yes, my sir. first, uh, my Love first it. repeat host. This was a lot of fun. And I hope that everyone out there enjoyed this. And- that we'll see you guys all next week and uh, hope you guys have uh, have a great day. This was Chewing the Fat. See y'all again. Ka-ka!